This is the show for creative entrepreneurs who have a message to share and want to live a life of freedom. Learn how to grow your network and net worth. Hear from exciting guests and more. My name is Dylan Schmidt and welcome to Digital Podcaster. Welcome back to the podcast, Zach. I'm so glad you're here. Yeah, excited to be here. Pump for round two. Yeah, and uh, and this is round three of this trying to record this podcast because it just dropped. Um, <laughs> uh, so uh, you were saying, and before the interview just tech glitched, um, it happens to even professionals like us. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, people are like, it happens just to me. No, it happens to the most experienced. Um, yes. So you were just saying how you just started using ChatGPT for your podcast, analyzing your podcast audience. I would love to hear more about that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, so Christo did a training on this. I'm in his pro group, and I've I've seen a lot of people start using PodSound School. A few people, and I played around with it a little bit, but I was like, I I don't know about this because some people are afraid. Hey, AI is going to replace me. Everything I'm seeing though is just going to make you ten times more effective. Like I went in, I was like, "Hey, now my my podcast is really just hobby. Like I have really high ticket clients, their priority, but I like to talk. I like to create content, and so I'm doing that. And it's like, hey, analyze my podcast audience. Analyzes, and I read them. Like that's actually who I'm trying to reach. So okay, that's good. Um, and then it's like, okay, well, give me ten episode ideas. What should my ten next episodes be? And it gave me some. You know, three, maybe four of them were pretty good. It's like, okay, cool. And picked one, recorded it for five minute Fridays this morning. I just started doing that. And um, after that, it's like, okay, give me a title for this. And here's the context. And they gave me that. It's like, okay, here, give me a description for this episode. Here's the things that I talked about and like two sentences. And it gave me great description. And actually, I think the first time it wasn't great. And it's like, rewrite it more concisely, more powerfully. And it rewrote it and it sounded almost exactly like me. It's like, hey, perfect. <laughs> like like yeah. copy and paste. Like it, it's, it's amazing what it can do. And how did you feed it your episode information? Yeah. So for that, I find chat GPTs, it's a lot more intuitive than from what I'm hearing than other AI tools for sure, but a lot more intuitive than you think. Like lately I've started doing, and this was just yesterday, but I was like, Hey, I want to AB test my thumbnail or my video titles for YouTube for clients. That's the service we provide. And so if I can, can, you know, get tools that help that in any way, I'm, I'm all for it. So I took my videos and I said, Hey, you know, analyze this video, um, from this channel, put in my video name, channel name. Um, and it pulled it up exactly. And it's like, here's a summary. I was like, Oh, that's really cool. Okay. Give me, give me a better title for that video. And it gave me a title. And it's like, ah, like, cause you have to use your expertise. Like here's, here's five title options. It's like one of those is okay. It's like rewrite these and give it some sort of information, like rewrite these, um, to go viral on YouTube was one of the ones I did. And then two of them are really good. And it's like, Hey, I'll just AB test this. If it works better than what I'm doing, like it's you learning how to speak to the AI because it knows a lot more than you do just because of the information recall. But yeah, it's just, you don't really have to learn. It's not like coding. You just have to play with it really and, and learn how to speak its language. So yeah. Yeah. And it's funny you mentioned that too. It makes me think of how people, talk about AI and they're like, you know, it's very polarizing. Of course, some people are like, yeah. this is isn't it rightfully so. Like most people were all just like a little scared, hesitant. Like, is this something yeah. we should be using? Is it good? Is it bad? Is it going to destroy us? Is it going to help us? And one of the things like people I see are, they're just like ChatGPT sucks. Like the outputs suck. And it's just funny because like you mentioned, you have to train yourself a little bit on how to use it 
to get the good outputs. It's and then there's a little bit of a learning curve, you know, and yeah. and even with the learning curve, just like creativity and writing, you know, it doesn't totally replace the need for that. Like, um, you know, th- thankfully or at least yet, like, like, like I I yeah. think you just like put it so well on um, how you you use ChatGPT because a lot of people will just put something in and then as soon as it gives something out, it's like, I'll take that because I trust it more than me. It's like, you still have to have that trust with yourself, you know? <laughs> um, also, so, okay. oh, yeah. no, please. I was just going to say you, one thing that, and I, I just integrate this in my brain and I forget that he even said it, but Chris said that each thread is its own, almost like unique person. He didn't say it that way, but like, mm-hmm. if you want to get a good output and you want it to say, sound like you, before you start doing anything, give it something of you to analyze. Say, analyze this video, transcribe this video, analyze like, so actually I used a tool, I think it's YouTube Digest. And so it transcribes your YouTube videos. And I copied like the first two minutes of the transcript. It's like, analyze this. And so I analyzed it. And I was like, tell, like, an- summarize what my style is. So it did that. So it learned what my style is. And I was like, write me a description based on my style or based on my audience. And so it's a learning in that particular chat, what you want from it. So the first things I'm getting, I'm like, they really aren't that great. It sounds like somebody else, but as you feed it information about you, then it can mimic what you want, but you have to teach it what you want. Yeah. Yeah. That is such a great point. You might appreciate this and you are incredibly busy. So I don't, you probably didn't see this. Uh, I posted and it got some good traction. So I took, uh, Alex Hormozzi's top performing videos I on did social media. One. Did you see that? Yeah. 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 And, I like uh, that one. And then I'll just uh, briefly say it just for, for those listening. Um, got it transcribed. I use PullTube, um, which downloads the videos. I just downloaded an audio-only version. Then I used Mac Whisper, which is a free uh, transcription tool. Gets the words from the videos. And then I input that in the chat GPT and I asked for like the common themes, the structure of the videos, and then broke that down into like, it's like a seven or eight part like framework. And it is really cool because there's different frameworks, you know, for like uh, copywriting, marketing, like problem agitate solution, uh, you know, um, and, and just cool to see. And it's just, to me, it's just so cool for like pattern recognition, recognition. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, cause it's so easy to like, especially for ourselves, like we do what we do, but we can't always we're in it. Like we're the, you know, can't be creative and analyze at the same time. But you have this anal, now this partner that can analyze how you do things, how you say things, how you can improve things, what's missing, what, you know, not that you have to do everything, but it's like, it's, uh, it's very, yeah, it's very cool. I got to ask yeah. you because, um, in my brain, I was like, I'm going to start the episode asking you this, but, um, now we're already in. So when you spoke on the podcast last time, you were doing video podcasts. Um, mm-hmm. I know you, things have changed a, a bit. Do you mind just filling us in kind of like what you're doing now? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So um, last year had Evan Carmichael invest in the business. So uh, if you don't know him, you can look him up on YouTube, but uh, he's got his main channel, I think has 3.6 million subscribers. He has about a dozen channels though. And then pretty much anybody he brings on the show, he's helped in some capacity on YouTube. So, um, uh, he's been doing it for how long? 20, um, 12, 15 years. Or just like in general. Oh, I've always um, heard of like Evan Carmichael, like as far as like coming into the marketing world. So, I mean, he, he's in business first 
built a business, sold a business, um, pretty successful that way. He doesn't like, he doesn't really talk about that a whole lot. Um, he's written three books, but I mean, he started in YouTube really early. I'm trying to remember, I think 2008, maybe, um, took him a long time. He said it, I think he said it took him 800 videos before he inspired himself with his own content. <laughs> so, wow. I mean, he's made a few thousand videos at this point and his team, a lot of people look at his content and they're like, like the, why would you make that content? Cause he's kind of DJing other people's content. He has team cutting and he's like, I make these videos to inspire me. And this isn't just like, I'm not just saying, Hey team, make videos that go viral so that I can make money. He's like, I Jen, like when he was down, when he was doing his company and he wanted to quit, he was looking at people like Steve jobs and he was like, he, he was learning from other people. And he's like, that's what got me from literally quitting my business to selling it for, you know, enough that I can do the things that I do. Um, and so he's like, I just, I do this for me so that I can level up, but I know it helps other people as well. Uh, so it's, it's really cool that way. And he, and he works with, so there he is, he's in his thought leaders, educators, entrepreneurs, podcasting fits under that because it's long form. And so for that area of YouTube, because people are like, Oh, I'm posting on YouTube. It's like, okay. But like, if you go to certain channels, they'll tell you search is the best. And it is for certain types of content, but we play the recommended or suggested game because for long form, that is like, you have to know what you're doing there. And so for education, for podcasting, for long form, I don't know of anyone that has more data than our team. Just on Evan's channel alone, I think we've done 30,000 AB tests. So we've got a lot of data. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah. Um, so things have just completely changed. Like I, I'm doing a lot more of the things I like and working with world-class clients. So it's it's a lot of fun. So you're doing, if you had to, ask, <laughs> this is this is my brain of 2023, Zach. Um, <laughs> if you had to ask ChatGPT to like put into two to three sentences, but you were ChatGPT, Zach GPT. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I need a Zach GPT. Um, <laughs> what, what, what is it that you do? Like how you help yeah. people like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Um, so I help thought leaders and educators, entrepreneurs to make long form content on YouTube to grow their businesses, to get more clients and to make more money and really to serve whatever mission they have and the impact they want to make on the world. Sick. That's awesome. That's awesome. If, and so what do your days typically look like? Yeah. So they've changed a lot. Um, I used to offer a lot of versions of my service. And since Evan invested, he's like, nope, here's what we know works. Here's what we charge. Here's like, he's taking care of a lot of the stuff that I just spy have ADHD. I spiral on this. I'm like, well, how can I make that better? Or could I do that? Like, he's like, nope, this is what we do. Just go do your thing. I'm like, okay, cool. I can do that. <laughs> um, but usually I have one to two client calls a day. Um, those are an hour. Um, I meet with clients every other week, but I'm checking on clients, um, you know, their backend metrics, the strategies that we're using, making sure they're working, like all that stuff every single day, um, texting them or messaging them wins once a week, but it's, it's really those calls. And then maybe if I'm looking for clients, I'll do outreach. Um, but it's, I work a lot less and make more <laughs> like, it's just, it's amazing. Cause I, I'm getting paid now for how I think and the information we have and helping mm -hmm their teams integrate the strategy. Um, we'll do AB tests for clients. And so I, I help set those up and run those. Um, but it's, I, I used to handle channels and like post everything and, and do everything, but now it's teaching their teams how to do that. So it's, so it's like a consulting lot more just thinking. with mm -hmm. like yep, strategy consulting, strategy consulting 
and mm-hmm. and so you'll work with a company that they already have like the video editors the people that are making the content but maybe they don't have really up-to-date information or i know every team is like also overworked as well so yeah is yeah. that kind of how you approach it? Yeah, yeah. And I've worked with people just starting, but when I say just starting, they had like an audience of 500,000 and they sold a seven, eight figure business before this. And they're like, hey, I want to go to YouTube. It's like, okay, cool. We can help you with that. Like, yeah. But it usually, most of my clients are in the mid six figure range as far as subscribers on YouTube. Um, I mean, we do have clients that are seven figures, but yeah, it's it's really teaching the, the information, like when you're looking at a podcast or a long form video, how you get that scene and have YouTube do the work for you is very, very different than like keywords or search or anything like that. Like if you play that game, you're fighting for 30% of the views and you have to do the work instead of 70% of the views and let YouTube do it for you. It's kind of, kind of like AI, like what we were talking about before. It's like, do you want something to magnify this or do you want to fight and, you know, have to try to get the results yourself? So. And, and when do you do like, is it a mixture of podcasts and video created specifically for YouTube or is it, do you try to work with one type or how does that? Yeah. Yeah. So there's a few of us that Evan's invested in and we all do the same thing, but not really. Um, like we all have the thing that we're specialized in that we like to do. I like podcasts because if you have the grit to grow a podcast with how terrible discoverability is either you already have video going or it's really easy to add video. It's like, Hey, like this is not a hard thing for you to just pop on a camera while you're recording and make sure that when you're getting the audio, you're editing the video. Like it's, it's pretty easy. Um, that way, usually seeing a lot of podcasts on YouTube that are just uploading the audio and that does not work very well. It's like, Hey, just, just flip that camera on. Even if it's not great, it will do a lot better because people aren't there for how good you look, how good you sound. You're a podcaster, so you already sound great. Like they want to know, can you solve the problem that they have? Like, are you giving them information that's that's actually useful? Yeah, and love that. And how do you? This is something that like I I see, and I don't really have that many people to talk about it with. Um, so when people let's talk about podcasting specifically, and then you work with more high ticket clients, something I see, and this is probably just the, and this is generalizations happening here, but like when you come across clients that are like, Hey, I see this as a hobby, like, like for yourself, for your own podcast, for example, um, like I mentioned, it's like a hobby, but for, for someone that already has maybe an audience to get them to invest in their podcast. Like to me, I'm like, it's like clear to me because I'm like, there's a pathway here. And like you said, if you have the grit and you've got the dedication to it, um, but a lot of people have, you know, struggle with seeing the value long-term, like how do you like to paint the picture or kind of just highlight the opportunity there for clients that there it is worthwhile to do and you should yeah. invest in it. Yeah. So, I mean, it really is, I'm looking for people that are already ready usually, but if I did have to convince someone, I have a client story that I usually, I mean, I don't give details obviously, but it was a client that had created content for 10 years. Amazing. Joe content. Rogan. Phenomenal. It's Joe Rogan. No, right? I wish <laughs> <laughs> this was before Evan. I wasn't working with that level yet, uh, no. uh, but amazing content, seriously. And she came to the point where she's like, I want to, I want to launch a book. And, you know, I feel like there's, 
I, I have value here. I've, I've talked to so many people and people that, you know, like, I mean, Evan level people, like very, very high level. Um, and it's like, okay, cool. Let's look at your content. And throughout the 10 years, they hadn't done anything to position themselves as an expert. And it's like, you are the interviewer. Nobody remembers you. And like, it's, it's so it, that, that could be a good thing. If that's what you wanted, that's what, not what she wanted. And so if you're going to be creating content anyway, what is your goal for the content? Why are you creating a podcast? Why are you putting in the effort to create video? Why are you doing these things? If it's to be known in three, five, 10 years for something, to build a personal brand, to build your business, it's really, really easy to say, hey, like let's shortcut that and not have you learn the lessons that our team has had to learn over the past 15 years. Like, let's just make it easy for you. And things change so frequently. So when I have access to all the high level clients I do, I can see trends and patterns. People are like, Hey, why is this going down? It's like, actually I'm seeing that across the board, everything. It's not just you. If it is just you, we need to fix that. But everybody's seeing this right now. So something in the algorithm changed. Like, I don't know exactly what it is, but you don't need to worry. We'll, we'll figure it out. Um, but you wouldn't know that if it's just you, you're like, Oh my goodness. Like everything's just tanking. Like what, what's going on? Um, but the other thing there is like too many people start with, their thought leadership type content. And they're like, why am I not getting clients? Why is my business not growing? It's like, well, that's thought leadership type content is, do you want to sell a book in five years? Cool. Make that. Let's do that. But there's two other show types that need to come first. Like if you want business now, you need to do something different than if you want to sell your course or like, uh, what's the goal for the video? And you have to make sure that type of content is actually accomplishing that goal. And so talking through some of those things like, oh, well, I can waste a bunch of time creating content for a few years, or I can just ask Zach and say, Hey, <laughs> I want a client right now. What kind of content should I be making and how should I do it? It's like, okay, cool. We've got a framework for that. Yeah. And, um, to close the open loop for myself and everybody listening, what <laughs> at a high level, uh, <laughs> if you don't mind sharing, if you're open to sharing, like, um, what is, if you wanted a client right now, like what, 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 yeah. what's the difference between that and something that's planning for like five years out? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I'll, I'll go through all three show types right now for you. Um, so the first one is biz dev. It's essentially plan on this episode, this video, whatever it is getting zero views. Like if it got zero views, what value are you getting out of it? Yeah. You're hoping it gets more than zero views, but if it didn't, there still should be some sort of business value outside of that. So is this Sounds a like potential high tech journey? There you go. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like, and it seriously, like it's, have someone on and say, Hey, are you a potential high ticket client? Sweet. Like I'm, I want to promote your business for an hour. And mm -hmm. if you ask people that they're like, you want to do free promotion for me? Like, heck yeah, I'll do that. This is the CEO of a big company. Like there's someone at every company that you can get, maybe not the CEO. Um, but it's like, Hey, I just want to interview you. Most people are shocked enough and humbled enough that they come on. You spend an hour of time with them once, twice, maybe three times throughout as questions are coming up, be like, yeah, actually when I work with clients, we do this, not in a pushy way, just whenever it comes up naturally, if it does, it should, cause you know what they do and you know, they're a good fit. And usually at the end of the call, they'll say, okay, wait, you mentioned this, like, what is it that you do? And you have a conversation that way. And so if they do become a client, you've spent an hour with them getting to know, like, and trust them and them with you as well. Or maybe they're a good referral partner. Maybe they have other clients that would be a good client for you. And they're like, you're my guy. Like, sweet. Like when I need some, like I have a lot of people that need this service and I'll just send them your way. See how it goes. Which, so what I is the relationship? I have to highlight yeah. just something because it's applicable here. Um, like I'm not a, a, 
a natural networker. I'm like introverted, all that stuff. But I, when I like connect with somebody uh, and it's just effortless, like with you, um, if we lived, if, if I lived in Colorado, like if I was close by, I'd like be wanting to hang out um, in person and like, it's not like that with everybody, but like when it is like that, it's like, it's easy. It's cool. It just flows. And with you, um, when you first came on digital podcast, you're like, I didn't have any, it was just like, I just want to talk to Zach. I'm like, this is so cool. Everything in the first episode, like I had said, like you were one of the first, um, cool creators I came across on TikTok that I was like, this inspires me to want to make content, you know, and you do it in your way that like makes me feel comfortable doing it in my way. Um, but then afterwards you were like, Hey, like content clips, what's going on with that? And like signed up for content clips. And I was like, Whoa, this is awesome and unexpected, but it wasn't like, Oh, I want to have you on and then sell you content clips. Um, and, and so it was like, like we're an example of that, uh, natural example of that, (laughs) which is just how easy it could be and not like, you know, it doesn't have to be like this thing of a whole sales call on a podcast. Yes. Maybe it can. Maybe you have like a framework for that. I just say I'm like, um, it, it was effortless, uh, like, or it wasn't even, I don't know. That makes yeah. sense. No, yeah. that's, that's exactly the way to do it too. Like it, it, when you're natural like that, when you just be yourself and you're like, Hey, this is, I'm just making another podcast episode. Like we connected and I was like, I like what you're doing. I need it. Like, yeah, let's try it out. Let's do it. My client yeah. loved it. And it, it it doesn't have, if you push and you're trying to be salesy, then it's all of a sudden like, whoa, you said you were going to like promote me. We were going to like, yeah, what are, yeah. what's going on here? Like, yeah. Hop off me, man. <laughs> yeah. Send like um, a sales page link after the <laughs> podcast to be like, <laughs> and then there's like bonuses and timers and things yeah. like, whoa, what's going on? It's like, yes. What is this? And, yeah. And, yeah. And that's the problem. Like a couple of clients I've worked with, they'll post YouTube videos. It's literally an ad. I'm like, nobody's coming to watch an ad. Like if they yeah. see an ad, they click off unless it's on a video that they really want to watch and they'll suffer through the ad. Like, but it's, it, it, should, be say, natural. it should be easy. I, I meant to say this too. Uh, all these things I was going to say at the beginning of the episode. Um, but our, our first, our episode, the first episode we did together on digital podcaster is my most listened to, uh, episode. So like, um, this hopefully is the second most listened to, but I just yeah. want to say too, like there was no advertising going on in the first episode. There's no real advertising. Like it's just a byproduct of conversation. Just wanted to say that, yeah. um, before I forget, but please keep going. I'm yeah. like eating this up. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. And it's, and that's the thing about a podcast. Like it has to be something you're interested in. It has to be something that's effortless for you. If you're using this to build your business, make this the fun part of your job, make this the part that you like. And you happen to get clients. You're maybe one in five people you have as a guest are going to sign up. That's okay. That's still pretty good. And you're having fun doing it. So just like be okay with that. Um, you know, second show type. If this one's more for if you have coaching services, some sort of education, knowledge base, maybe courses, things like that, um, groups. But you're going to show the process. And so if I have a coach, I can't do it with my coaching clients because we keep that information private. Like we don't let anyone know who we're working with. Um, unless they happen to post on social media, I had that happen one time. <laughs> um, but <laughs> it's it, show the process. So if you have a group, say, Hey, you know, today we have in Chad, Chad is part of my group and Chad comes on. And he's like, yeah, I, the group is amazing. I love it. I've grown. I'm making $10,000 a month more than I was before. And you're talking about how amazing your group is without actually talking about it. You're just like, it's natural. Then you say, Hey, today with Chad, he's actually having a problem with this in his business. We're going to do a coaching call. We're going to walk him through this. I'm going to help him solve it today. And you go through and someone who has that same or similar problem is going to watch that. 
And the things they're going to learn is one, how can they potentially solve their problem? Two, you know what you're talking about. And three, you have services to sell that they could sign up for to get their problems solved just like Chad. And so if you have that kind of content, you you solve all the problems the thought leadership type content doesn't solve. Like thought leadership's like, hey, here's what I think. Here's how you could do this. Cool. I don't know who you are still. I don't know if or what you sell. I don't know where I could sign up. Like it's just, it's good information. It's great. You're helping people. You could sell books later, but the show me the process is like, this is, this isn't big top of mind thinking. This is what is Chad's problem? I show you me solving Chad's problem. So, you know, I'm an expert in what I do. And by the way, halfway through the video, say, Hey, if you want more information on coaching, just click the link in the description below, or I have a free checklist that we're kind of going through with Chad. And if you want that, you can actually get in the link and then they go through your email funnel and we have frameworks for that as well. But it's like, show people the thing you sell. And not in a salesy way, and it's maybe one to 10% are actually going to buy from you, but you've given them free value. They know I can trust you and they know you sell something. So, and then was there a third one or was that, was that the third one? Yeah, that's thought leadership. Yeah. Thought, thought leadership is the third one. Mm-hmm. So and that's the one he, most people start with. That's the, Hey, here's how to do X. Here's like, mm-hmm. here's how I do these things. It's like, it's good, but it's good to get people like, you'll take up a box in people's minds of, uh-huh. Hey, you're the podcasting guy. It's like, oh, yeah. sweet. That's helpful, but it doesn't give you business right now. Mm-hmm. And so to recap and and put a box in my brain, uh, and yes, I'm taking notes over here, um, but also being in the moment. <laughs> so one, first one, what would you call it? Yeah, first one's biz dev. So biz business dev. development. Yeah. And then so second one is? Show the process. Show the process. And that mm-hmm. is is sharing when you say like, like when you say you're working with a client, but you're sharing like, Hey, this is how I do it. Yeah. Yeah. Then thought leadership is the thing you get paid for. Yeah. Got it. And then, and then thought leadership. So I'm like definitely under the thought leadership, um, Mm -hmm. um, kind of, uh, 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 be that under that one. So, so say I'm like thought and thought leadership, you said is the most common, right? Yeah, that's where almost yeah. everyone starts and gives up because they don't <laughs> build their business the way they need to. I could totally see that. Like I 100% could see um, that. And it's interesting, like real quick sharing my experience, which then would be interesting to hear your thoughts on like that is so like I'd, I've easily could have given up like many, many of times with talking about podcasting, like, uh, yeah. the, you know, like because my personality ADHD as well, but like I am also persistent and I like, like to see something through or else like mm-hmm. I, so I just, I'm competitive, but then competitive with myself. And so when it comes to podcasting, like, yes, there's plenty of times, just like anything, like it'd be so easy to give up. Um, and then there's, you know, dips. It's not just all like highs, 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 um, as much as that would be nice. Um, but yeah, so like, but pushing through and then the more I've stuck with it, like the more gold I get, you know, like the more, people um share these awesome stories with me the more people perceive me as the expert you know the more i find myself doing it for a while that i have more like um i'm always learning and it's not like i've i've reached this spot but like you know learn like six months into something is way different than being like a week into something you know and i can see it now with other people that talk about podcasting where it's like uh, like oh like that's that's like, I, I can like poke holes in things, you know, like, and I, I have my own experiences and my own things with clients. Um, so, 
it's like, it feels like a slower thing, but it feels like investing in something that's like a, um, I'm blanking on the name, it's tax season, but the like long-term funds, like a Vanguard, like, what is it? Like an ETF yeah, fund 401k or something? 401k or yeah, uh, like I, IRA. I, I, like IRA, yeah, like a Roth like yeah. IRA or something where it's like, all right, by the time I'm 55, this is going to be like mm-hmm. incredible, hopefully. Yep. Um, yeah. But I don't know. Like, It's not like there's a blueprint of like someone's going to be like, Dylan, this is the future, um, you know, because there's other variables, right? Like health, mm-hmm. uh, life, all of these things. Um, but yeah, so I say that just because like I, I, it's getting better the longer I've stuck with it. But at the same time, it's not like, Oh, like I um, have Ferraris in my garage. Um, yep. Not that I would want a Ferrari. Uh, honestly, I don't even know if I need a car. Like I just don't even drive. Um, <laughs> but I would probably get a Tesla or some yeah. cool electric vehicle. Anyways, or the Rivian or whatever. Um, yeah. Just, yeah. So, so sharing that with you. Um, mm-hmm. And if I was like, um, I don't know, like, I. I don't even know if to frame anything, but just sharing that with you, any thoughts on that? Yeah. Yeah. So I think you have it spot on. That's actually, and one of the analogies I use, it's like, this is thought leaderships you're investing. Like when you invest, you don't invest 80% of your income into it unless you're very, very well off. Like (laughs) you've already made it. So that's good. Most of us are like 5%, 10%, maybe 20%. Like it's, it's not very much compared to the rest. And so if, you know, I, I started my first YouTube channel was talking about men's clothing for muscular guys. Like that's not something I want to talk about the rest of my life. I thought it was cool. I got a lot of free clothes. I made actually like 20 grand off of one video, which was cool. And it was with less than a thousand subscribers. So it's like, Hey, this, there's something here. It sparked my journey. It's not something I'm going to talk about forever. I still like clothing, but like I work at home and I just don't care as much anymore. So that said, I don't want to sell a book on that in five years. So thought leadership, what is it that you believe now? What do you think you want to be in five years and create content around it? You're going to learn who you are. You're going to learn those things. Maybe you're already in a spot where that's solidified and it'll lead to that book or that podcast deal or whatever, but the rest of it should be focused on what are your problems now? Like, do you have enough clients? If you're not overwhelmed with clients and making enough money, then you should probably focus on biz dev or show the process. Like these other two you could very, very easily hop on like if, and you're doing podcasts, do you post these on YouTube? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I, I did. I haven't YouTube. like posted every, oh, I didn't post every episode of like, I'm this will be episode some around 137, 138. And um, there was like some spot where I just didn't. But then I would say, I think the, I think the last like 30, 40 episodes have been consistently, okay. I know they've been consistently, but I forget if it's been like 30 or 40, but yeah, I do upload okay. them now. Yeah. So uploading them there, making the podcast. I mean, when you are doing content clips, I, I know you do the clips. Do you do any kind of consulting or like any kind of strategy or anything else other than just the, you know, the clipping of that? Like, do you have any sessions where you're talking about that? Yeah. So, well, I do podcast consulting and I have podcast Academy. Um, okay. but, um, it's not something that like I've, well, basically with content clips, it, it's eight months old, but it took off so fast that mm-hmm. I, it really quickly became like such a thing that it was like, oh, this is now, um, as far as number one, as far as my income goes. And it, it was like the path to scalability was like there rather than figuring out like, okay, how am I going to position like 
all of these things. How am I going to like improve um, the completion rate of Podcast Academy? Like that, of course, takes it's almost in a way kind of like when I look at the frameworks, like kind of falls into thought leadership a little bit because it's a slower process as well. And I've been able to help a lot of people through that, but it's not like, you know, there's, there's a lot of like a creating of like, why now for signing up for something like podcast Academy. And if there, if it's, there's not a reason to sign up now, most people are just like, I'm going to get to that. And I've heard that so many times, of course, like I'm going to get to that. And instead of me like creating a proper launch for it in this current time, I've just been like, it hasn't needed to be a priority to like fill that from like a income stance of me. So I've actually closed enrollment for it. Um, and I've just been like basically uh, doing podcast consulting, but also content clips. So yeah, I just rebuilt Podcast Academy. It's like so robust now, 300 plus like exercises for every area. It's like so in-depth and and frameworks. It's uh, like templates and all this stuff. Um, that is possible because content clips. It's not like I would have had that, you know, availability to do that. Um, yeah. One, yeah. like so all the lights going off in my head but one thing i would say for here is if you have someone that's like hey i'll get to that eventually one thing you could do it can make it a podcast segment you could also put it on youtube but like hey let me just give you a free session like i don't care if you ever work with me or not i just i really love what you're doing i want to see you win could we do a half hour or an hour session for free uh, i'll make content out of it so that's what i'm getting out of it but i, I really do want to help you and maybe they won't always say yes but if they do, you give them just treat them like they paid for the session. This is what I do when I have clients, like potential clients come on. I give them an hour long free strategy session. And by the end of it, they're like, okay, where's the pitch? Like, this is freaking amazing. I was like, what do you mean? Like, well, are you going to pitch me? I'm like, well, no. Like I told like I told you, I'm just, I want to help. It's like, okay, well, how can I work with you then? What do you, how much? Tell me. I want to, I want to, <laughs> and the, you give the secret sauce away. And they want more because they realize all the things that they're missing out on. So even if it's like, hey, you're a good potential consulting client and you're at the, like, they'll come up with questions at the end. And maybe they're just like, hey, like, I really want to do consulting. I don't think I can afford it. It's like, hey, well, I've got the academy. It's a lot less expensive. Just, you know, here's a, here's a discount for you. I I really want to see you win. And all of a sudden you have more passive income coming in. You have content on the podcast, you have content on YouTube and you have money coming in your pocket because you're helping people and doing what you love anyway. That's such a great point and something that you highlighted that I've part of the success of content clips has been how it's been set up from the beginning and it's been slow. So like I don't I can't work with everybody because the way our Mm -hmm. system is and like I am not in trying to get rich quick overnight like I want it to be like sustainable long term and I want to have like it set up in a way that's not um, stressful and like causing me, you know, like all these problems. And I, I ha- so it's not just me. People always think it's just me uh, making the clips um, <laughs> because they're like, uh, they're, they're like, they'll respond to the emails that are like automated or an editor or someone on the team will send and like Dylan this. I'm like, <laughs> it's whatever. I never like correct them. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, but like part of the process has been like, there's a bit of qualifying involved. Like I hop on a call with them um, but they can't just like pay me right away, you know, like, mm. cause then it's, then I have to refund them if I'm like, um, is this a good fit? So it, there's like a, just a, a little bit of a, a pause to it so I can be like learn. But during that kind of discovery call, which I don't call it a discovery call, but basically is, and it's, it's kind of just like what their needs are. 
because again, like I'm like genuinely trying to figure out like if this is a client because I've refunded a couple clients of just saying like, hey, this isn't a good fit. And these are the services I would recommend you check out. It's not like uh, anyone's fault. It's just how we can help people best. And that pause, though, has also just like made me feel more confident because I'm not trying to be like, hey, buy this thing. Um, yeah. Because it's just like coming from such a place of integrity. And on those calls also, though, is like talking about strategy. And then they realize how much they don't know or how far they're behind and what their goals are of like doing things naturally. So hearing you say yeah. that is like so like like a light bulb moment of like, yes, because um, you know, we think we've given, giving away all this content in the podcast and, and it's, you know, Instagram, TikTok, whatever. And we are like, there is a lot of value in that, but like, I'm sure that you've learned with your partnership with Evan is like, there's so much more when it's, it's one-on-one and it's directed mm-hmm. at you. Like yeah. the value of just our conversation, you know, if this was me listening to something on a podcast, it's one thing, but it's, it's faster you know, when it's like straight laser yeah. focused at you. Um, and I don't, you know, if you haven't experienced that, if you're listening, you haven't experienced that, I urge you to like find those kind of um, situations, put yourself in those situations. Um, now that you have to take everything, it's not like ChatGPT where everything gives you, you have to use, uh, but, you yeah. know, do a gut check and like, oh, this is in alignment and everything like feels good here and do your research. Um, so yeah, that is, I love that. So kind of how you're suggesting that too of like, doing some content with people that say that say not right now is the second part of the framework, which is like show the process. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I, one thing that came up when you were talking about that is like, if like consulting is people want to pay for access, like you can give it all away. Like even we went through the three call types, but the light bulb, I didn't see it go off in your brain until I was like, you can do this like this. And you're like, Oh, mm-hmm. it makes sense. Now. Like I gave you the yeah. information, but you didn't know how to apply it to you. And so if you're showing the process, the people in the video that you're talking to that could potentially become clients for one of your three services are getting all these light bulb moments of like, oh, I need that. I need that. Why am I not doing that? Like, okay, if this is what free looks like with Dylan, what does paid look like? Like I need access. Someone's watching it. They're like, oh, I'm just like Chad. Like I have that problem, but mine's a little different. And so I think Dylan would give me a different answer. And mine's a little different there too. And it's like, I, I think some of these would work. Like I know Dylan knows what he's talking about. So if I have more time or more money than time and I I just want to fast track this, I'm going to hire you. If I'm struggling to make it and I'm not able to pay you anyway, I'm going to DIY it and you don't want to work with me as a client anyway because I would be really needy and it'd be too expensive and like it's just all the wrong fits. So you you weed out people. You get warm leads that know I can trust you and you're getting content out of it at the same time. Like I have a a buddy that has 20,000 subscribers on YouTube. He actually just sent me his book that they um, published, but they did nine figures in sales last year from leads just from YouTube off of 20,000 subscribers. So um, it's like, what, like, you can build a category that's real estate. Real estate. Okay. So, awesome. yeah. So, which I mean, to I me, think, I'm not fam- like super familiar with real estate. So, to me, I'm like, how does that even happen? Cause it's like, what are you yeah. selling houses through, really? You know? Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Selling houses through videos, basically. I mean, you, you do create content showing, you know, you're an expert. And so if you want to move to some area, you're like, okay, well, 
I don't know any realtors there. I'm moving. I don't know any people there. I'm moving. And so if you see a video of someone saying, hey, here's the best neighborhood for this. Here's an area you want to avoid. If you like this, live here. You're like, oh my gosh, like I've just narrowed down my area that I want to live in because of this guy. Like, can I call them? And they do. And they sell houses to you. Like, so that works. And same with every, everyone's services can work that way. If someone is in need of a service, they have to have someone they know, like, and trust before they're going to pay you. And you're scaling your time with a podcast, with YouTube. I prefer YouTube because of the discoverability, but either way, like you are bridging so much of that gap and doing so much of that sales work by doing it once and, and posting it. Got it. And so the biz development here, I'm going back through the, just using me as an yeah. example, um, um, how and like to kind of concrete it into my brain, thought leadership makes mm-hmm. sense show the process, biz development. Is that, that's, is that, how, how does that, could you tell me the slight differences of how that would be different than thought leadership? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for biz dev for you, maybe you're trying to get a podcast consulting client. Maybe you find a podcast on the top 100, you know, that like you see things they're doing wrong, things they could do better. And you say, Hey, I love your podcast. Could I have you on the show and get to know them, get them to like, and trust you, like really make it about them. 98% is about them. 2% here and there. If they pull up, bring up something in one of the questions you asked, you're like, yeah, actually with my clients, when we're talking about podcasts, this is kind of what we try. And just little hints, like two, one or 2% hints. Maybe they want to work with you. Maybe they don't. You get good content with it, but also you're building a relationship with this person. So if they feel like they need someone like you, you're the one that they think of. You're top of mind. Or someone like me, like I help people with YouTube podcasts, but audio only podcasting is different. Like they're the algorithm's different, how you're tied. Like a lot of things are different where you're putting ads, how you're getting sponsored, making money. A lot of it's different than YouTube. And so if I have clients and I'm like, Hey, I need someone, they need a, you know, a podcast strategy consultant or help that way. I am a good connection for you in that way. Cause I can send clients to you. And so if you find people like that, like, okay, who offers services complimentary to mine? but their clients probably need my service and you're going to create a relationship with them through a podcast. Again, it's like, Hey, if you get zero views, that's fine. But the cool thing there is could potentially be a referral partner for me. So it's the business relationship that you're after, not the views. So, um, similar to like using podcasting as like a networking tool kind of thing. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Yep. Except you're, you're a little more targeted in like, this is building my business. It's not like, yeah. oh, hey, that's a cool person. I just want to know them. It's like, okay, yeah. what benefit do I get here? And do I benefit them as well? We don't want, it's not a selfish thing. It's how can we all help each other grow each other's businesses? Yeah, I love that. And I love how um, just collaborative you are in general because um, I, I don't know, like uh, my perception is that some people, um, nobody that I've had on the show or else they wouldn't have come on the show. Uh, but people just sometimes like in the podcasting space, this happens in every industry, every category I know, but like some people are just like, Oh, there's competition or it's, Oh, it's this. It's like, we can all learn and grow from each other. There's no shortage. There's a shortage of help for sure. Like if everybody flipped on the switch and was like, I need help with, you know, YouTube with podcasting, with all this stuff, um, we would be understaffed of course, you know? And so it's like, uh, I just love the collaborative spirit. Um, one last thing, which is not related to anything we've been talking about, but on the first episode, you mentioned you had 22 microphones. Has that number increased, decreased, or stayed the same? That number has decreased significantly. Um, most of the microphones I had, I was sent from brands that I 
wanted to work with. Um, I've purchased one microphone since then. It's my most expensive microphone. Which um, was it? Uh, it's this guy right here, the uh, Electro Voice RE27. Um, it's like the RE20, but it has adjustable um, mid, treble, and bass. So um, I like it a lot. It's clear. It's still, I like the proximity effect. This doesn't have it. So I have a high PR40 that I still kept. Um, I love like when you get on it, it's just like really deep and booming, but it's a little muddy. So this is clear and still a little deep, but um, I've had a lot of friends, family, people I know that they're like, Hey, I want to start a podcast. What do I do? It's like, here's a microphone, just start. And yeah. I think I've sent that to at least six people. I've sent microphones. Um, so it's, I just been giving away. I got them, most of them for free from mm-hmm. companies or I got paid to make content or whatever. And so I'm just like, Hey, it's not affecting me at all. I could sell it. I've tried selling some of them. Um, I still have some of them for sale, but if someone's like, Hey, I need a better microphone. I'm like, yep, here you go. Cool. Yeah. Like I've <laughs> yeah. given away, I don't know, $1,500, $2,000 for the microphones. <laughs> um, so yeah, Very it's gone down significantly, but I did keep some of the nicer ones like, uh, B- blue baby bottle SL. Um, I kept how PR 40, this one, how PR, um, 37 is like sleeper microphone for podcasts. If people, mm want a good like it's like 270 bucks but it can be handheld and you can take it like it's it's a sleeper microphone so yeah it's gone down a lot you're the person to know like during christmas time everyone's like "Eh." you know people in like if they do content around you they're like what's that gonna give me for christmas (laughs) yeah like do i get a podcast set up my brother has like traveled like literally backpacked across the world like on like no money just like <laughs> hitchhiking um down through south america for like two months and he's like i i want to start a podcast i want to tell some of my stories it's like dude on your like he moved across the country from idaho to oh, i'm gonna get it wrong like not pennsylvania anyway east coast it's like dude on your way stop here we'll get you set up and gave him a full setup and he's like sweet i'm gonna do it <laughs> it's sweet. like i i, I, I want to see people win like i love yeah. podcasts if you love the same thing i love and i can help then I'm more than happy. Yeah. You're going to have people hit you in your DMs, like cozy up to you. Hey, this is a yeah. client. And then they're just like, could I have a mic? Um, <laughs> how, uh, how, so how can people work with you? Right. Yeah. So work with only a small handful of people. Um, more than happy to hop on a call, see if it's a good fit though. Um, people can con like connect with me on LinkedIn, pretty responsive there. Um, so Zach Mitchum, um, I'm working on building out my site. I was, I think when we talked last, I was, we are video makers. Evan's like, if you want to be a personal brand, be a personal brand. So everything's going under zachmitchum.com. So hopefully the site's built out better <laughs> by the time you find it, uh, than it is now. Um, or branding with video podcast, uh, wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining me again, Zach. Yeah, absolutely. I love it.